0: Today's New Testament reading is from Revelation, the twenty-first chapter. Then came one of the seven angels, who had the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues, and spoke to me, saying, Come, I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. And he carried me away in the Spirit to a great high mountain, and showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, having the glory of God, its radiance like a most rare jewel, like a jasper, clear as crystal. It had a great high wall with twelve gates, and at the gates twelve angels, and on the gates the names of the twelve tribes of the sons of Israel were inscribed. On the east three gates, on the north three gates, on the south three gates, and on the west three gates. And the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and on them were the twelve names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. And the one who spoke with me had a measuring rod of gold to measure the city and its gates and walls. The city lies four square; its length the same as its width. And he measured the city with his rod, twelve thousand stadia. Its length and width and height are equal. He also measured its wall, one hundred forty-four cubits by human measurement, which is also an angel's measurement. The wall was built of jasper, while the city was pure gold, clear as glass." The foundations of the wall of the city were adorned with every kind of jewel. The first was jasper, the second sapphire, the third agate, the fourth emerald, the fifth onyx, the sixth carnelian, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysopris, the eleventh jacinth, and the twelfth amethyst and the twelve gates were twelve pearls, each of the gates made of a single pearl, and the street of the city was pure gold, transparent as glass. And I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the Lord God, the Almighty and the Lamb. And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and its lamp is the Lamb. By its light will the nations walk, and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it, and its gates will never be shut by day. And there will be no night there. They will bring into it the glory and the honor of the nations, but nothing unclean will ever enter it, nor anyone who does what is detestable or false, but only those who are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. This is the Word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's Word, we welcome Pastor Gerhard Grabenhofer.
1: Dearly beloved, God is a God of beauty. Holy Scripture clearly tells us that at the creation, God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. At the original creation, before the fall into sin, how perfect and how beautiful everything must have been. But sin came into the world and destroyed that perfection and that beauty. So now we see and experience much ugliness in the world, but yet there are still vestiges of beauty remaining, the beauty of nature around us, a babbling brook, a majestic mountain, a sunset, a star-filled night. These are all reminders to us of that perfect beauty which the original creation must have had. The presence of beauty in the world points to God who made it all very good. When you experience beauty, let it bring you joy as you are reminded of the holy triune God who made it. And as a beauty that remains in the world, and that too is still a gift and grace of God, that beauty points us back to him. And so we are kept from despairing at the ugliness of sin around us, and that beauty points us forward to heaven. In the Holy Word we are examining today from Revelation, St. John tries to describe that indescribable perfect beauty and splendor of heaven by using earthly images. And at the same time, by these images of the beauty of heaven, St. John paints a picture that gives us Christians hope and comfort in the midst of our sufferings in this sin-contaminated world. St. John here describes the foundations of the wall of the heavenly Jerusalem. A foundation is normally buried in the ground, but here it is visible, adorned with jewels. And because this is out of the ordinary, St. John wants us to look beyond it. There are twelve jewels, reminding us of the twelve apostles and the gospel of Jesus they brought into the world and which is still resounding today. Here we see the beauty of the gospel. And because jewels are durable, it's a very fitting image for the word of the Lord, that very word that the apostles proclaim, that word that endures forever. In fact, the gospel word proclaimed by the apostles is of more value than jewels, because through that gospel word, the Holy Spirit calls us into the church, and creates faith in our hearts. May we hear, listen, and take to heart the divine word of Jesus that the Holy Spirit had the apostles proclaim. We also hear of the twelve pearly gates. Not only does this show the incomprehensible beauty of heaven, but it points to a deeper truth. Normally, pearls are not large enough to serve as gates. These gates are not made up of a huge number of pearls, like a pearl necklace on a, some sort of huge scale, and said each gate is one pearl. And the point? The beauty of doctrine that Jesus has his church proclaim and its unity and oneness. For all true doctrine is about Jesus, his work for our salvation, the forgiveness of sins he brings us. All true doctrine either flows into or out of the work of Jesus that we are saved through faith in him. And how beautiful is that? Now, during our earthly lives, we struggle and strive against sin. We face the attacks of the devil. We endure the ugliness of sin. But by his holy word and sacrament, Jesus comes to us and cleanses us from our sin, gives us his holiness, gives us eternal life, strengthens our faith, and leads us into a life of good works, and brings us then finally through the pearly gates where we will be with him eternally. All of heaven has filled our Lord's glorious presence. We will see him face to face and will know him perfectly and rightly. Unlike what happened with the original creation, it was contaminated by sin. Here in heaven, the perfection and beauty will remain eternally. Jesus has conquered once for all our spiritual enemies. When we are in heaven, they can do us no harm. Sin, death, devil cannot even come near we have secure rest and peaceful dwelling. As we enjoy the beauty in the world, albeit marred and stained by sin, may it remind us of and make us long for the beauty of heaven to which our good and faithful Lord is leading us and on the way strengthening us by his holy word and sacrament. In Christ's most holy name, amen.